Welcome to the Chrissy Crash Podcast. I'm Chrissy Crash, a former smoker, drinker, fast food eater, unhappy bartender, transformed into a roller derby athlete, runner, and fitness coach. Each week, I'll bring you an insightful guest or lesson learned from my own perfectly imperfect life to help you uncover how to create more love, light, joy, and health in your everyday experience despite the chaos and challenges. I believe that life is a contact sport. Let the games begin. Do you want to elevate your game on the track in 12 weeks or less, guaranteed? Yeah, I said it. If I could help you get fitter, faster, stronger, and more confident on the track while having more joy, self-confidence, and love in your life outside the track in just 12 weeks, guaranteed, would you be interested? Well, click the link in the show notes to learn more. What's up, my friends? Chrissy Crash here. Welcome to another episode of the Chrissy Crash podcast. And today we're going to talk about fundamentals. You know, I've been thinking a lot lately about what does it really take to be an amazing athlete in a sport where we aren't necessarily professional athletes, meaning you may devote your life to roller derby, but you can't devote your entire day to roller derby. You have a family, you have a job, and that means that you have to work smarter and not harder. And so I wanted to give you my top 10 healthy habits of MVP roller derby skaters that will keep you from getting burnt out. So again, just helping you work smarter not harder. So the first piece of this is starting every workout or practice with a dynamic warm-up. It's really important that we're warming up our bodies in a way so that we can jump into action without risk of injury. So things like jumping jacks, arm circles, push-ups, lunges, squats are a really, really great way to warm up your muscles. And while you might not need a lengthy cool-down post-workout, Warm-ups should be a non-negotiable because they're going to help you prevent injury, they're going to enhance your performance, and they'll even help you keep from getting so sore because you're not taking your perfectly cold muscles and then brutalizing them and shocking them. You're actually allowing them to slowly warm up. Number two is consider rest and recovery as important as the rest of your training. Your muscles might get sore the next day if you're not eating enough protein or drinking enough water or getting enough sleep. So it's important that you understand that taking time to rest is important, but also the kind of nutrition that you use for recovery is incredibly important. Making sure that even after a long practice at night, you're getting 15 to 30 grams of protein in, whether it's a protein shake or a snack that you bring with you, ideally not a cheeseburger on the way home like I used to do once upon a time and wake up feeling like shit the next day, but something healthy and easy and accessible. We have to understand that we need to take every measure necessary to really preserve our strength and help our bodies recover. Number three is spend some time fine-tuning your coordination. I want you to think, complicated word here, neuromuscular overload. What does this mean? 
This means overloading our brain and our bodies at the same time. I feel like roller derby is a perfect example of neuromuscular overload because we are skating on roller skates, trying to communicate with someone, helping our jammer through the pack, trying to track the other, other jammer, giving some offense, receiving a hit, like all simultaneously. And so we need to do things that prepare our bodies and our brains for that kind of complexity. A really great way to do this is, for example, try doing a drill while also doing something else. Something as simple as maybe you're doing your laterals back and forth on the track, while at the same time you're tossing a tennis ball back and forth with your hands. It could also be something as simple as giving blocks. Maybe you're doing a, a wall drill, but at the same time that you're in that wall, you're also looking behind you to call out the numbers of fingers that one of your teammates is holding up that's standing behind that wall. So you're having to block, you're having to look, you're having to think about numbers, you're having to communicate. So when we're doing these multi-faceted mental and physical exercises, we're, we're preparing our bodies and our brains for the overload that is roller derby. Number four, pay attention to what your body's telling you. Our bodies are often telling us a lot. And the question is, are we listening? If you have a nagging ache and pain, are you taking care of it? If you have a constant sense of fatigue, are you starting to make sure that you're getting a little bit more sleep? If you're feeling anxious or depressed, are you paying attention to perhaps your overtraining? It's important that we don't just beat down our bodies when it's giving us so much information because your body will simply get louder and louder and louder until you decide to listen to it. And a lot of times for skaters, that comes through injury, which is interesting because most skaters, I would say one of the biggest things I hear from skaters, the one of their biggest fears is getting injured. But it's those very same skaters that are also overtraining and not listening to their bodies that end up getting injured. Number five, do what you can when you can. The longer you leave something, the greater the chances that something else might come up or distract you. So if you can't get in a full workout one day, do what you can. Five push-ups or a bunch of sit-ups before bed, it's still an extra 1,825 push-ups a year. So consider, especially when you're getting started, what is something that you can do, that you can add in? Can you do 20 jump squats when you wake up in the morning? You know what everybody can do? A fucking burpee. If you just got up and did 50 burpees every single day, you would be amazed at what it does for your entire fitness in general. Number six, take some time to slow down. It can be really tempting to train nonstop if you're trying to get stronger or faster or more fit. What you have to understand is there's actually an unexpected payoff from slowing down. If you take, for example, just 10 minutes each day before practice to center yourself, it's actually going to help you maybe observe things like a tightness in your shoulder, a soreness in your hip, so that you can start taking care of some of those injuries. But it's hard to pay attention and listen to our body when we're going a million miles an hour. Number seven, prioritize quality over quantity. Racing through a workout might seem like you're being, oh, I'm super efficient. 
but it's never a good idea. It's not a safe idea, especially if you're sacrificing proper form. Even if you're doing a workout that's timed, it's better to go slower and have quality form than to go faster and get a better score. This is one of those tricky things about CrossFit is great if you can do it fast to get like a cool score against your buddy, but make sure you're doing it fast and with proper form so that you can do it safely because you'll end up actually getting better results in the long run because you'll be working the proper muscles and you're even going to ward off injury by doing fewer reps correctly than by doing a bunch of them with crappy form. Number eight, stay hydrated. I know it sounds simple, but I am a huge believer in water. I start the day with two huge glasses of water and I pretty much drink it until I go to bed. Your whole body cannot function without water. It is one of the most fundamental things that I teach inside of Crash Course and Transformation is drinking enough water throughout the day, not at practice, which you should have, but also before practice. Rolling into practice dehydrated is a great way to get injury, to feel fatigue, and to have a really crappy practice. So make sure you're getting it in. And then also during practice, think about getting about eight ounces of water for every 30 minutes of your practice. So if you have a two hour practice, that's probably about 32 ounces of water. Number nine, keep your core strong. A strong core can keep you stable in just about anything that you do on the track. Something as simple as like a 10 minute core workout you could find a million of them on YouTube, or if you're a Crash Course member, we'll just design one for you. But something is just doing like, you know, 25 seconds nonstop of like 15 or 20 different version of crunches, not like crunches, crunches, but like core workouts is a really great start because having a strong core means you're not going to get moved on the track. You're not going to fall over as much. Your crossovers can be a lot more powerful. And finally, number 10, Get as much sleep as you need. A good night's sleep is essential to good health and to being a badass athlete. You really should shoot for about seven to nine hours of sleep every night. One of the things that you can do is maybe if you're on like vacation or something like that, try not setting an alarm and just see how much sleep your body naturally needs. I know for me, my body needs naturally eight hours of sleep. So if I can go to bed at a time where I get out eight hours of sleep and I don't sleep with blackout curtains and I actually let natural light come into my room, I will naturally and peacefully and magically wake up feeling rested and refreshed without an alarm eight hours later. So that might mean that, you know, you need to consider adjusting your bedtimes and things like that, but it is 100% worth it because sleep is such a huge piece of recovery. Also, don't be ashamed to like squeeze in a midday nap. If it's going to make you feel refreshed and amazing, don't be afraid to do that because sleep is so incredibly important. So as we roll into the new year, it's important to start thinking about what are the small ways that you can get better at derby without burning yourself out. And this, this is my surefire list to prevent burnout and make that roster spot. So thanks for joining me today. If you felt this was helpful, please share it with your roller derby team, with a teammate, 
some other athlete in some other sport or maybe just on your Instagram or Facebook. And obviously, if you share it, please tag me because life is a contact sport and she who touches the most lives wins. I'll see you later.